0: The Green Bay Health Project podcast is sponsored by Movement, Performance, and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility, stability, and strength. Your body is your greatest tool and when you move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movementgb.com, that's mvmtg to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free for life. Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that we had some technical difficulties while recording this episode, and around the 38, 40 minute mark, there's a little glitch, but no worries. Still full of good information, and the episode keeps rolling. At that time. So, hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Trevor with the Green Bay Health Project podcast. And today I'm sitting here talking with Sandy Carpenter, a classical homeopathic practitioner um, and owner of Source Healing Homeopathy in the Appleton area. Um, You know, Sandy, I appreciate you coming on. We were just chatting a little bit, and this is going to be a good conversation, I think.
1: I agree. I agree. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Absolutely. Um, So, we You know, the the best way to get this thing kickstarted is for me to stop talking and for you to pick it on up. (laughs) Um, And and tell me a little bit about uh, what kind of brought you down this path of um, homeopathic medicine.
1: Well, that is a story. (laughs) (laughs) We have time. (laughs) So um, it all started. um, I am a mom of two boys who aren't boys any longer. They are 22 and 20 years old. And back when my youngest was in the um, first first grade age, um, you know, we were talking with the school and highly encouraged to have him evaluated for ADHD, um, a lot of hyperactivity and attention. Um, and you know, we you know tried different things, um, different redirecting, and ended up. Working with our pediatrician, had an evaluation. He was diagnosed as you know having ADHD, and the only route available um, that we knew of um, at that time was for medication. Mm. So we went the medication route, um, and it it technically worked, you know, quote unquote. You know, right. you know, he was able to sit still and focus at school, but we noticed um, some things that changed about him. Um, And so it was something that was very unsettling to us because it felt like that spark that made him, him, um, wasn't there. Mm. We worked with our pediatrician who was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. We were in constant communication, um, trying different things. um, And it was very wonderful to work with. Um, and after about two years, there was a point in time where we would stop the medication, like when we would go on vacation or over summer break or weekends. And he made the comment, oh, I can taste my food. And Mm. everyone at the dinner table just stopped and looked at him. And I just had this screaming in my head, like, this is not right. You need to fix this. And so my background, um, up until this point, you know, this point of changing careers, um, was I was a civil engineer. Hmm. And so I had been a civil engineer for 27 years before I um, moved wow. to a new career. So I have that, and they, all right, I got to fix this.
2: There's,
1: um, there's a different way. Let's look at it differently. Let's, you know, let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that got me down the path of looking at, natural therapies for ADHD and the impacts of nutrition and the impacts of our environment, um, you know, the toxins in our homes and cleaning products. Um, I started learning and studying about essential oils and, you know, just of just kind of going down all those individual rabbit holes, you that's know, that's of a little bit more of a natural holistic way of living um, and understanding what, is impacting us, uh, you know, in him. Um, and I had a friend invite me to a talk about homeopathy. And normally I wouldn't have gone. It was middle of the week. I worked full time. I had two kids, you know, but yeah. it just pulled me. And so I went to listen to, I had never heard about homeopathy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I went to listen to the, the talk and I was captivated. And the core principles of this modality, which is your body and your mind and your emotions and what they're expressing are all symptoms. And it's a language of telling you what needs help. And homeopathy is based on the philosophy of like-treat-like. Okay so instead of applying an opposite action to whatever's being expressed you're matching it because that is what your body is saying that it needs and it's about assist, excuse me, assisting your body assisting yourself to get back in balance because our our bodies already know how to heal themselves they already know what to do it's it, it's already ingrained you know in in it in itself. So you don't get a paper cut and you have to, you know, look at your hand and (laughs) think, you gotta heal, you gotta heal.
2: You
1: know, you your body automatically kicks into um its innate wisdom Mm. to get itself back to optimal health. Um and it homeopathy also works with minimum dosing Mm. of so it's not a big strong suppressive I'm going to force you to do something. It's a gentle support and nudge um so that you can get back in balance. And it just resonated with me. The the concepts behind it, what it can do just resonated with me. So we began working with um a, a local homeopath um for my son and then for my other son and then for myself and then for my <laughs> husband and it just It changed our lives. It it absolutely changed our lives, and I loved learning more about it each and every time that we would have a follow up appointment. (laughs) I would, you know, pick her brain and read, you know, different um, information about it and take a few courses. And it was about you know 2017, and I had been an engineer for. You know, over twenty years at that point in time, and my my boys were in high school, and they were moving on to the next phases of their lives soon. And I, you know, I was starting to think, you know, what do I really want to do? And you know, quote unquote, when I grow up, <laughs> you know, I, what what else do I want to do? And there was a advertisement for um, enrollment for homeopathy school in Minneapolis, and they were accepting application and i remember thinking oh i missed i missed it i missed my chance i would have loved to have done that and i was talking with um my husband and you know with some friends and just brought that up and they're you know they kind of pointed out to me what do you mean you missed your chance you know you can you can do that and i'm thinking I can't go back to school <laughs> I, I, at that point. I'm in my forties. I work full time. I have two kids. They're about to head off to you know college and whatnot. And, you know, I always said I was never going back to school, you mm-hmm. know, the proverbial put your foot in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up doing the one thing I said I'd never do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I, I looked into it and put my application in and got accepted. Nice. And so it was a four year program.
2: Uh, oh, wow.
1: Two years of uh, didactic classroom, and then two years of clinical setting. Okay. And the the beauty about working with the homeo homeopath is that you don't have to physically be in the same room. You know, you can you know as long as you can hear the person talk or see the person you know via Zoom or any mm-hmm. other platform, um, you can work with the client you can provide homeopathic care so when the pandemic hit right in the beginning of <laughs> or right yep. in the middle of my clinical training <laughs> you know we all were a little concerned you know that oh what does this mean for us to, to finish up but we were able to continue on because we just moved everything on to um zoom so that that is a very wordy roundabout <laughs> of of how how I got here.
2: It it all started with the the instinct as a mom of something's wrong here and there's got to be a way. And that's that speaks to the core of how I think about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's always a solution. Now whether or not someone wants
1: to take the steps or um, do the things that you need to do in order to get to a solution um, is irrelevant you know it's that's fine that's a choice but I don't believe that there's never a way I always believe there is a way and sometimes it's down a path that you may not understand you know and you just have to have faith to maybe take the first step.
0: Mm -hmm. I hear you that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before we hit that record button, um, about, you know, um, the quick fixes and the medications and all of that, like there's side effects, but people kind of lose the sight of it. Like, Hey, I feel this way. I want the quick fix. I'm going to go take this med regardless of how it makes me feel, you know? Um, and there's, man, yeah, we could go down that rabbit hole, but you know, I just I just think, and like you said, people have a choice, and if something's not working you don't feel right, there's always different options out there, and you can either choose to kind of keep dealing with that stuff, or you can kind of take control of it, and find, and seek out other um, ways of dealing with some of that stuff.
2: Which is why what you're doing is so important,
1: because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. You don't know what what's out there you don't know who's offering what services you don't know you know a different way Mm -hmm. unless you read about it see it hear it someone tells you you know about it you know i had never even heard of homeopathy at all you know i had no idea what it was um until i went to that talk you know never never even crossed my mind you know so it's you and your podcast is it's so important as a way to get this information out that there are different beautiful wonderful healing helpful modalities Mm -hmm. available to us especially in our community (laughs)
0: well that's the thing right like literally all around us you can find different ways like you don't have to settle for something that doesn't feel right or something that um you're being told that you might not agree with like there's there's different options you just kind of have to seek it out and then when you do Latch on and make the choice to uh, invest in that and yourself and get better.
1: Yeah. And I'm a big supporter and believer in collaboration. Mm-hmm. I, oh, for sure. You know, obviously, I am passionate and my focus is classical homeopathy, mm-hmm. you know, and, but there is a lot of times and a lot of ways where homeopathic care can occur simultaneously with other modalities. You know, easy examples are, um, you know, I have a client who had knee replacement surgery. You know, so homeopathy isn't going to replace your knee for you. (laughs) Better you need the brilliant, you know, orthopedic surgeons to do their work. Homeopathy comes in at the point of, okay, now we need to do the healing you know, or in work such as physical therapy, physical therapy is, is a healing work, you know, but the, it, there's stressors on the body with the physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Homeopathy can come in to help support the body as it's healing, utilizing these other modalities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a, a big supporter of that. I'm not, um, of, I'm personally not of the mindset. One way is the only way.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear you too, Eric and I talk about that all the time. Like, that's been one of our biggest, um, standing points since we started is, you know, we know what we know and we're super comfortable referring out when we feel like it's not within our scope or without of our area of like expertise, I guess you could say like, we don't want to be that, those people that try to do it all or think they can do it all because that's just ego and it's hurting the hurting the person, your patient or client. And, If that's what you want to hang your hat on, like have at it, but that ain't us. Like it's it's a collaborative um, way to get the person the help that they need and deserve.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's
0: it's huge. It's huge. Um, So there, like from my understanding, which is very minimal, um, there are different types of uh, care when it comes to homeopathic medicine. Correct. Correct. What. Could you talk a little bit about those and how that kind of works within your practice?
1: Sure. So there's two, we kind of categorize them in two main camps, you know, I'll call it, you know, the first is what we refer to as acute care. Okay. And you think of an acute situation as something that is out of the norm, you know, something that comes on sudden has a very short lifespan. And then ends. example of that could be, um, you know, the symptoms that you end up having from getting a flu or getting a cold or an injury, you break an arm, you twist mm-hmm. an ankle. Um, there's, you know, di- you end up going and eating at a new restaurant and maybe something doesn't agree with you and your digestive system gets all wonky. You know, the, these are examples of when your, your body can have a response, you know, that isn't your everyday, you know,
2: you know being, way of being.
1: Um, so that is an acute care consultation. Um, a, like a subset of acute care um could also be looked at, you know, the example I gave about like knee replacement surgery. You know, that is gonna extend a little bit of longer time, the healing process, mm-hmm. or if you're having some dental work or if you're having surgery of sorts. Um that is usually gonna take a little bit of a longer healing process, but it's still Considered an acute um, care. Um, when you are looking for acute care consultation, um, you, would, you, you would contact a homeopath, you contact, contact me, and then I, will, I meet with you. I could either meet with you via phone, via my telehealth link. Usually acute care consultations are not in office. They're done either phone or video. And we go through a series of questions wanting to know what is your complaint? What, how is it, how is it affecting you? You know, when did it come, come on, what makes it feel better? What makes it feel worse? What is the overall general mood or feelings that you're having about this? And the reason why that is important is that, you know, when some people are sick or when they get injured, some people maybe have a tendency to... Feel a little bit more anger or frustration mm-hmm. or irritability, where someone else might have a response that is more of a sadness, weepiness, and someone else might have fear. You know, there's a vast, you know, range of emotions that we feel when we are dealing with um, a symptom, you know, whether, you know, something that's unusual for us. And those pieces of the understanding of what it is like for you right now, having this experience, help me choose a similar homeopathic remedy. Because as I said in the beginning, homeopathy is about like treating like. Mm-hmm. So the way that you are expressing your symptoms, the way you are feeling your symptoms, the what makes them better, what makes them worse, I'm using those as the language so that i can find a homeopathic remedy that matches that
0: okay i was gonna ask for examples of that and you had brought that up
1: right so a a, a real easy example that um we share a lot of times is um when you think of a red onion Mm -hmm. you know for you're chopping up a red onion a lot of people when they chop up onions they have a physical response
2: They start crying.
1: They start crying, (laughs) their eyes start burning, their Mm -hmm. eyes get red, they're you know, they're they're, there's all they get all runny nose. I mean Mm -hmm. that that's the physical response from chopping up that red onion. Mm -hmm. There is a homeopathic remedy that is made from red onion. That's called allium sepa. So those symptoms that we just talked about that people can have when they're chopping up a red onion sound a lot like symptoms people Describe when they're having seasonal allergies, mm-hmm. or if they're allergic to, you know, our hay fever, or, you know, whatever, you know, that those are mm-hmm. kind of very, very makes common. Mm-hmm. Allium Sepa is a very common homeopathic remedy that we give to people who are having those symptoms. Got it. That makes a
0: lot and of
2: sense.
1: The homeopathic remedies and they're not the substance themselves. So it's not like um, you know the remedy is going to be ground up red onion for allium cepa. <laughs> <laughs> homeopathic remedies are made from originally made from natural substances, plants, animals, minerals. But they go through a very specific process that makes them into homeopathic remedies. They go for through a dilution and a succussion process through multiple iterations of that. And it, that combination is what sort of unlocks the properties, the healing properties uh-huh. of the substance. So by the time it gets to the, we call it potency instead of strength, we call it potency mm-hmm. that we would typically use, um, they is no material substance detectable left in that liquid that is being used hmm. so that's where it's very different from uh maybe uh herbalism
0: okay that you know, was going that was gonna be one of my questions too is the differences between some of that stuff okay
1: so, well i don't mean to, i didn't mean to jump ahead so no I it's just, real
0: good I like i said i don't have anything okay. written down but the more you're talking it's like yeah. oh yeah these are questions okay yeah.
1: so that's a cute so acute care consultation you know, you, you would call, call me up, you know, Hey, Sandy, you know, I broke my arm or, or, you know, whatever I digested. We would talk usually conversations, 20 minutes to a half hour. And then I ask all my questions and then I do my analysis to determine, um, what I feel is the most recommended remedy. And then I would, you know, get back to you, either email, phone call. And if you live in a place, where you have easy access to homeopathic remedies, Mm -hmm. um, then I could say, okay, I know that, you know, like up in Green Bay, I know that, you know, Fresh Time carries some homeopathic Mm -hmm. remedies. Um, I know that uh, Terry Naturally carries some.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I could, you know, say to you, okay, I want you to go get, you know, Allium SEPA 30C, and here's how I want you to take it. And then I explain the dosing of it. And then... I will usually tell my clients, okay, please send me an update after 24 hours because you should, if it is a well-suited, similar remedy, you should see some movement within 24 hours. Oh, wow. And that doesn't mean it necessarily will be completely resolved, but you should see some movement. And so there's always a check-in. How are you feeling? What has changed? What have you noticed? You know, and then I would advise, you know, okay, keep taking the remedy, or all right, maybe I want you to take it in a little bit different manner. Yeah. Um, and so, usually, an acute um,
2: care situation can be resolved within three to five days. Oh, wow, that's quick. Most, most, yeah.
1: right? Yes, but it is quick. It can yeah. homeopathy can shorten the typical healing process in an acute situation mm-hmm. um by almost half in wow. you know when you think about how our bodies react to like maybe just symptoms from the common cold mm-hmm. you know usually you're down for you know seven to ten days or you know things kind of peak and then they taper off but they linger a little bit. Mm-hmm. Homeopathy can shorten shorten that down.
0: Awesome. That's awesome. What are your going off of that? really random question what are your thoughts on oregano oil like when we're kind of feeling some way we start to pop that stuff pretty aggressively (laughs) and and like within two maybe three days it's like shoot feel great
1: that's fantastic i mean i i know that for myself you know when i've had um you know, things that are related to my throat, like Mm -hmm. I'll go to the raw substances. I'll do the honey and the lemon and the ginger and apple cider vinegar. And, you know, and I'll, I'll drink that. Um, but there's also homeopathic remedies that if you're starting to feel something Mm -hmm. becoming off, I'll, I'll say, because we have to be be very careful of the language that we use (laughs) because, you know, uh, we're not I'm not medically licensed. Homeopaths there are is no medical license for, for homeopaths. Mm-hmm. Um so I just have to be very careful of the language that I use. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, not trying
0: uh, to get in trouble.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> or mis misrepresent in any right. way. Anyway. Right. But um there are homeopathic remedies that when you're starting to feel off about something or, or something comes on suddenly mm-hmm. out of the blue. Um, there's a homeopathic remedy, aconite, which you can take a couple doses of that and for a lot of people, it will resolve whatever it is that you're feeling, whether it's a
2: pounding headache or
1: you know, you know sore throat or or, or whatever
2: you mm-hmm.
1: know. And sometimes you may need to move on to another re- another remedy. But nice if, if oregano oil works for you, fantastic.
0: Except for the burps, burping yeah. up oregano oil. <laughs> 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 oh, yep, that's what I had today. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the the constitutional care, is that more like long-term type chronic-based stuff?
2: Yes.
1: So constitutional is, um, yes. When we say chronic, you know, some people, you know, kind of freeze or panic and, Mm -hmm. you know, you you just
2: think um, destructive and,
1: you know, but think of it as a way of living, a way of being, how, you know, something within how you're living, that might not be the most um, freest expression of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of hindering you in a way on a daily basis. And this could be the wide gamut of things. It could be allergies, skin issues, um, uh, irritable bowel, uh, symptoms from, from these types of things. Um, The same thing as, you know, the example I gave my son, you know, ADD, ADHD, anxiety, depression, um, you know, just all anything that happens on or that is being expressed on the physical, mental, or emotional level. And when you work with a homeopath on a constitutional, You know, I, we took our son to the homeopath thinking, okay, ADHD. But what we learned after that first consultation is it's not just about the individual thing, you know, that diagnosis, you know, because in homeopathy, we don't diagnose. We're, we're about what is your expression? What are you experiencing? What are your symptoms like for you? But there's so much more. It isn't just about the one thing, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's about how is your sleep? How is your digestive system, Good. you know, how do your nails look? Do you get headaches? How do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Do you feel rested? How, how easy is it for you to go to sleep? Um, what are your fears? What are your concerns? You know, just it's the whole. Mm-hmm. That's what we mean with, when we say homeopathy is about the whole person. So a constitutional intake is going to be about a two-hour intake. Um, Appointment, mm-hmm. and there'll be a health history that uh, you'll fill out. And then when we meet, you know, we talk about what your chief complaint is. You know, why do why, you want to come investigate homeopathy? Why are you meeting with me? But then we talk about so much more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we kind of do a full body system scan, um, and I pay attention to where your language is taking us. Because what you feel the need to express, like what is most important to you, is the thing that's singing loudest at that time. But what is interesting is you'll find a similarity and you'll find a thread
2: of that theme
1: in other areas of your life. And other, When I say life, I mean how, how you feel and how you're living, your thoughts, your minds, your emotions, mm-hmm. your, your dreams even, your, um, you know, the expression of that. So, it's a two hour consultation, and then um, I will do my analysis. And then I again choose a homeopathic remedy that I see matches the core of where we refer to it as the mistunement. So, what is what where is that mistunement? What is preventing you from? living in perfect health, you know? And one of the, the things I failed to mention in the beginning is so homeopathic remedies, we refer to them as remedies instead of medicine. Um, they act on the level of your vital force. And what your vital force is, it's your life force. It's the healing energy of you. Because without it, we would just be this bag of organic material laying on the floor. <laughs> it's, it's what powers us. It's what, you know, it's what, you know, trying to keep us in balance, trying to keep us alive. Um, it's what kicks in your immune system. Um, and so that is, that is where the homeopathic remedies act, is on your vital force. Because when your vital force is stuck in some way, it expresses these symptoms. Mm. And that's the language. And so by understanding what is it that is stuck, where is this mistunement? And that's where the matching of the homeopathic remedy. So the constitutional, it's important to to see the whole, especially. Um, And then I would, again, I, I order my remedies. Um, my deeper acting remedies from um, a homeopathic pharmacy. Um, one thing to know, homeopathic pharmacies in the United States are regulated by the FDA, um, okay. which is kind of interesting, but they are. You know, And there's many places that get their remedies from the homeopathic pharmacies and then they, they distribute them to the practitioners. And so I would order my homeopathic remedy from the pharmacy, have it sent directly to you. And give you instructions on how to take it. So when you take a homeopathic remedy for a constitutional, you're usually only taking a few doses of
2: it.
1: Okay. So usually you might say, okay, here's your remedy. I want you to take three doses,
2: you know, eight hours apart, and then stop. And then we meet again four weeks later to do a follow-up. Now,
1: that might sound like <laughs> I'm only taking three doses <laughs> and, oh, and then we don't meet again for a whole month. Right. The intent of the remedy is to stimulate the vital force, okay. not to overtake it, mm. not to force your body to do something so mm. that the minute you remove whatever that is, you're, it's going to revert back. So we introduce the remedy and then we get out of the way and see how your vital force responds. And then we meet again in four weeks, and those consultations are usually about forty-five minutes to an hour, okay. and go over how are you feeling, what did you notice, what's changed, what hasn't, you know, and then we kind of delve in a little bit deeper.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes you need to repeat the remedy. Uh, sometimes maybe it wasn't the right remedy,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then we need to go to a different remedy. Sometimes there's been a healing process that has begun and it's continuing and the person is reporting, I'm feeling really good in this, 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 this area. And, um, you know, they, whatever, if there's a physical complaint, maybe that has resolved a little bit or, you know, we don't want to interrupt a positive healing process with another remedy until it's time Mm. because the goal is to just support and let your body do what it already knows what
0: to do that's huge right i mean you kind of touched on that earlier is how powerful our bodies are at kind of healing themselves and doing what they need to do sometimes we just need to put it in a better environment to allow it to do it a little bit more effectively and it sounds exactly like um what you do it is just kind of provide a better healing environment for the body to do what it wants or what it needs to do in order to make you feel better. Is that accurate?
1: Yes. Yes. And it's, and it's not just your, your, your body. And majority of us grew up thinking in silos, our body, our mind, and our motion. Mm-hmm. And like, and, okay, I'm going to ignore my emotions. I'm <laughs> going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, block these thoughts and, or I'm mm-hmm. going to ignore my body. That's giving me all, all these signs. You know, one of the greatest things I feel when you are working with a homeopath, especially constitutional care, is the self-awareness that Mm -hmm. comes about yourself. Mm -hmm. We, a lot of people are not taught to pay attention to themselves Mm -hmm. and to the knowingness of yourself that comes as you start to heal um, because the language, you know, when I remember the first time when, you know, I'm working with my homeopath and describing, you know, some of my ailments and it was like, well, it bothers me. What bothers you about it? It just bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you mean? Or when I ask a client, you know, about, you know, pain, tell me about the pain. Well, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Tell me how it hurts. You know, and they give they give you a look. You know, because we're not taught. Well, does it, is it sharp? Is it Mm stinging? Is it burning? Does it feel like it's tearing? And, you know, people kind of have this, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. And then they start to pay attention to themselves. And then they start to pay attention to the world around them Mm -hmm. and how it's making them feel. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's about bringing yourself back to yourself and understanding yourself.
0: That's awesome. That's so cool, and you know, I've we we talk to we kind of dive into like the four or five pillars of health with everybody we work with because it is all encapsulating. You know, um, there's energy, there's emotions that can cause like physical pain. Your mental state can cause you to feel um, some things that might not even be going on, and that's where you know it 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 kind of gets out of our realm where we can be like, hey, physically, you look like there's there's not a lot going on, like. <laughs> Regardless of what you're feeling, like, I'm sorry, like we worded it very carefully, but this, like it might present as a more emotional type pain that's just residing within you as a physical ailment. And like, at that point, um, people kind of look at us like, wait, what? And it's like, we're not saying your pain's not real. It's just saying that it's coming from a different area than you might expect. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's, that's powerful. And, And then, like you said, people do become aware of it. They, they start to pay attention and like, oh yeah, like I noticed for me, I know that if I am in high stress, high anxiety um, moods for a couple of days, if I go do, I don't know, some type of workout, I know I have to be a little bit more careful because my back tends to, I, I have some issues in my back when I'm feeling that way. And it's like, I, I know that. And it's just becoming aware of that to, to know when certain things are going to, you know, it, maybe cause some more issues. Um something else I wanted to ask you about which I think is interesting you said that and I totally am on, on board with it is um a lack of diagnosis. Um people I, like we can I don't do it. I think people latch too much onto that. Do you see do you get any like blowback when you when you're like hey I'm not going to give you a specific diagnosis or anything like that let's just work like this is what i see and we're going to attack it that way
1: um no i don't because i I'm, okay. I'm very upfront about that mm-hmm. and usually people who have come to homeopathy mm-hmm. um maybe they've done a, a little bit of research and and they know it's a little different usually they'll come to me with all of their diagnoses i was gonna
0: say they'll, they'll probably come from like past Right. or something like that
1: yeah which is very i mean which is great information for me to have mm-hmm. it's i mean it's it's because it's all part of the whole it It. it's i you know i'm not doing those diagnostics mm-hmm. so if they have these diagnoses and then great i'm, I'm going to take that information when as part of yeah my understanding of the client but it's not the sole thing
2: exactly you know right. and um you know it's so it's all about okay what are well how
1: is this for you Mm
2: -hmm.
1: what are you experiencing tell me tell me more about that what Mm -hmm. is it like you know so i'm getting down to the very specifics Mm -hmm. you know because no one else knows what it's like to be trevor in this world but trevor
2: yeah Lucky well,
1: for them. <laughs> well, it just, no one, no one knows what that's like right. and no one is experiencing life the way you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so it, you know, that's what's most important, yeah. you know, with, with homeopathy. So, um, usually not, I mean, nice. usually I don't, but it's like, as I welcome it, I welcome the information, the more information I can have, mm-hmm. that just makes my understanding that much bigger.
0: Yeah. And that's a that broader picture.
1: Yes. And every consultation you have with someone, as they are going through their healing journey, their wellness journey, it broadens your understanding. It broadens mm-hmm. your picture. You know, and that I mean that's just basic human communication.
0: Right. Well that's what I was just <laughs> gonna say. Like I love I love this because you're letting people they're ha- they're getting the opportunity to sit down and actually have somebody listen to them. And what's actually kind of going on. And explain and get a little deeper into the, the whys behind it. And just really just hearing them. And there's so much power in that. Yeah.
2: It's, oh, people absolutely. don't get that. They don't get that. And it's it was surprising to
1: see and to experience myself when I first started my own hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just that consultation. Oh, all right. Okay. (laughs) We're back. Uh, We're back. (laughs) So I think we were talking about, uh, you had brought up, you know, people, you know, just being seen and being heard, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and yeah, that's, that's the first step in, you know, the homeopathic process Mm -hmm. is
2: to just be there with the person who's in the room with me Mm -hmm. and to come, to that time together um, with no judgments,
1: with nothing but unconditional love, because we all have a different story, and to listen and to understand and to not make assumptions of, oh, I think I know what they're talking about. Oh, that's, that's my story in my head. So, you know, we ask gentle questions for clarification because it's important to know what you're feeling and thinking and experiencing. And I do feel, and I can speak from my own experience working with my own homeopath, like coming out of some of those consultations was more cathartic and healing than the remedy that I ended up having to take, you know, a week later, you know, which was wonderful too,
2: but, (laughs) (laughs) you know,
1: so that time you know, being seen, heard, understood mm-hmm. and accepted. it.
0: Yeah, right. And that's, I was just going to say to the point you just made, half some of that healing starts with just being to, able to offload what they're feeling. I and mean, that's, that's all part of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. exactly. Something. Exactly. And there's, you know, there's a saying that the first rem- remedy is love. Mm.
1: And I don't think there's anyone that can argue with that.
2: Yeah. No. Not at
0: all. Especially nowadays.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Things are a hot mess. it more. Yep. That's awesome. Um is there anything else you want us to know? I mean this is this is awesome. Anything about you? How um I guess before I ask more questions.
2: Um, you know,
1: I, I we kinda went in all different directions and I'm very I just love talking about yeah. this. So again, thank you. Um, you know, if people are interested, you know, I, I offer, you know, appointment times for free informational phone calls, oh, you know, perfect. there's no bad questions. There's no silly questions. There's no stupid questions. You know, this, if this is of interest. I, I love, you know, when people reach out to me and I can answer their questions or give them more information. Um, I've been very fortunate for the last three years that I've been invited to Kimberly High School to speak to one of their classes um, uh, that are interested in in the health field. And so the the teacher brings in different modalities to make them aware. And so I love that opportunity. Absolutely love that opportunity to um, explain what is homeopathy and tell them about it, you know. Um, So I just, I encourage people to just question, question, reach out, um, learn more. Uh, right. it doesn't mean you you're committed to anything but i you know people are like oh thank you i didn't mean to bother you it's never a bother <laughs> i
2: right.
1: i love talking about it i love talking so.
2: <laughs> there we go
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then where can people go um uh, if they do want to find out more information about you contact you um how can they reach you Yep.
1: i do have a website um that is uh home dot com all one word um i also have a facebook page um source healing homeopathy instagram account um i'm not as active on on that but i they there are those ways of getting a hold of me as well too but my website is probably the the easiest because it has uh the most information on there that's my contact information my email um or you can just submit a form through there Uh, My office is located in Appleton, um, my physical office. Uh, But again, as I said before, the beauty of the work that I get to do is I see clients in my office, but in other states Mm -hmm. Um, in, you know, even just Appleton and Green Bay aren't that far, but it can be a barrier for people who are thinking, Oh, do I want to drive all that way just for an appointment of sort? Right. So I have clients up in the green Bay area that we just meet via, you know, virtual video conferencing and, and whatnot. So there's two beautiful ways to, to be able to, to be seen.
0: Yeah. It's powerful. You can reach a lot of people that way. Yes. You reach a lot of people. Yes. That's really, that's really nice. Um, Cool. Well, I've got a few like, Final questions for you. Not that I haven't asked you enough or drilled you enough. <laughs>
1: no, this has been great.
0: Right. Um, even with the little, you know, flare up in there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what, what's your, uh, you know, what's one of your favorite go-to activities, like health related activities to do? What do you like doing?
1: Um, go-to is I, anytime I can get near the water. Mm. Um,
0: you're running out of time.
1: I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to move my practice somewhere warm and just see clients (laughs) online. Unless
0: you like to ice skate on ponds and stuff.
1: (laughs) Um, I love walking. I love hiking. Um, And it doesn't even have to be in some, you know, very difficult hiking trail, but even just, you know, the simple trails um, around the lakes and the rivers, you know, that we have here in our area and the neighborhoods. I love going exploring. Mm. I love you know, seeing different neighborhoods, seeing different houses, seeing different, you know, people walking around. I'm just, I'm always captivated and curious about the little details that we can see in our world. You know, so sometimes just walking in a new neighborhood is like an adventure for me, you know? So I would say like my favorite, if I need a go-to exercise,
2: walking or hiking or, um, working in my garden, you Mm, know? Nice.
0: Yeah. Outdoor stuff. Yeah yeah it's almost time it's that time (laughs) i hope you like shoveling
2: no
1: (laughs) (laughs) not it (laughs) um
0: what's a go-to book for you that you like to um kind of learn or favorite health related book oh i say health i gotta change the wording of this because health is so vague um it can mean so many different things
2: yeah um I love Dr. Brené Brown's work.
0: Oh yeah. A lot of I,
2: I just,
1: I, I just, I love her work. I love the way she challenges the way we think about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have found that, um, a lot of her, her work and her books, um, I tend to go back to, Yeah. um, in many ways and I know there was there's a lot that talk about you know leadership and strength
2: and um but it's I see those qualities are able to be
1: applied in all aspects of our life
2: Hmm.
1: you know our interpersonal relationships and the work that we do even the work I do now um because it's really boiling it down to the core of us as humans. Yeah. And what does it mean to be a human and the complexities <laughs> of being a human.
2: Ain't and that the truth. <laughs> how,
1: and how we and how we interact with one another. And mm-hmm. I love like you had mentioned earlier you love learning. I love learning. I mm-hmm. love learning different things about about people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I love it when when I was a kid I loved kaleidoscope. Because you'd mm-hmm. look through a kaleidoscope and then you would just Barely move it, and you'd see an entirely different picture. And I just, I'm, I'm always drawn to that. What is a different way of looking at this? Because you're going to learn something.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. We we had talked about that. I can't remember if it was before we started recording or right away at the beginning. Um, just the like, if you like, problem, there's solutions. Mm -hmm. It might take a little bit to figure it out, but typically you can. It out. Typically, there is one. Like, not, not always, but in the ex- extreme circumstances, I feel like. But keep digging. Yep. I like it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it.
0: Um, and then, what would be a piece of advice that you would give to someone looking to maybe change um, their current lifestyle? Whether it's, you know, just going from inactive, unhealthy, and maybe just wanting to start getting down a healthier path, healthier lifestyle what would you tell them? Where would they start?
2: I would, I would encourage them to sit with themselves and think, okay, why do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. And then what do I enjoy? Because there's teeny, teeny, tiny little steps that people can make that are going to have
1: really big impacts on their life. Mm-hmm. So it's important to get to know yourself And what works for you and what feels good for you, and then take that step. You know, just, you know, CrossFit is amazing. It's not for everybody. Hiking is great. It's not for everybody. You know, yoga is fantastic. It's not for everybody. You know, or meditation or like the why behind your want to do something. And then knowing yourself, you know, because if you're miserable doing something, it's not sustainable and it's not going to be healthy because your dominant emotion is you're miserable.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not going to be fulfilling. Now, every, you know,
2: we all have to you know, do things that might be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah. different than miserable.
0: True. Very true. Lean into that a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I've, that's been one of my biggest goals personally for this year is to lean into things that make me uncomfortable. Um, cause from that discomfort usually comes growth. I think there's a lot of power to that.
2: Yep. Yep. Exactly.
0: So awesome. Awesome. Sandy. I appreciate it very much. A lot of info in here. Um, and I think it's going to be, it's going to be very good. Um, it, it's, it's powerful what you're doing.
1: Thank you. And thank you. I can't thank you enough for, for talking with me today and inviting, and thank you for doing the work that you're doing. What you're doing yeah. is so important. Spreading the word and making people aware.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it awesome awesome all right guys um until next time we will uh, talk with you soon if you would like more information about us at movement performance and rehab more information on one of our guests or if you have a contact that would be a good guest for this podcast please send us an email at info at mvmtgb.com that's info at movementgb.com